Crank up that diesel. Um, um, um. Let's go diesel. Um. I think it's interesting that the talk about readers like this push the reason. I think Tim Sell's a very good, a solid player. I'm gonna say very good because that's probably a step above. I think he's a solid player. Could he potentially be better elsewhere? Sure, but he's never gonna get that opportunity here. Yeah, but uh, you know, conversely, you're in the last year of Matt Ionis's, uh deal. You owe him almost seven million dollars. There's no dead cap hit, and he kind of fell off a little bit last year. So. You could allocate those funds to sell a player who probably needs to play more, and like kind of is ascending in a way where I know this is kind of maybe looking at his peak or the back end. That's all I'm saying. Well, I, 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 I get what you're saying, but the third D tackle, like, because I don't know what the money's going to be, right? If people talk about getting six million, I don't think that's a smart way to spend money. You get the comp pick. You go the veteran route, like the cheap veteran route, to fill that. That's what I would do. Okay, I hear you on that. It's not a bad plan. Definitely not a bad plan. Especially the post-draft cuts. I think our team, we're young at certain positions. We, I think we just we need It'd be good to have more vets on the team. Man. Yeah, it would be. No, and you're not, right about that. And not guys on huge money, especially given that our quarterback is going to be Carson Wentz. Right, I think that makes it more important. Guys like Leno, Terry, John Allen, these are going to be the leaders of the team. Like the rest of our roster is really young. We, I think, we need to bring in some some older guys, anyways. Because I don't want to talk about every single position, but like just the five biggest needs you would say for sure: wide receiver, tight end, linebacker, linebacker, corner, safety. You know what happens well, with McCain? Yeah, safety for sure. What about guard? You want to do guards as well? I've been saying that, man. Y'all ain't been feeling me on that. I really think we need a guard, bro. We can still upgrade that position. Listen, obviously Brandon Sheriff is gone. That's an all-pro level player. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the guys that we have at that position can all start in the league. No they doubt. don't make any money. We got to reallocate how we're spending our money. I feel That's you just on that. sort of. Because we – Paul, you had mentioned this. We've been drafting defensive line, defensive players every fucking year. Just every year. First round picks, defensive players. Our offense, we signed Curtis. We haven't really spent any money otherwise at the skill position. Kurt, not all. Kurt. 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 Uh, Kurt. My bad. Kurt. <laughs> signed Kurt. We need to spend better at the skill positions. It's clearly where we're short compared to the league. And if that means that we're able, we're fucking fortunate that we have someone like Schweitzer, right? So, and then when Sadiq's going to start next year, right? It's between him and Schweitzer. Yeah, I think they would probably lean Sadiq just because at least Schweitzer, you know, if he comes off the bench, you can have him. He could play center or either guard position. You know what I'm saying? So he and might. Lucas be the, is a free agent. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Got to got to got to replace. Got to make sure you have a tackle. Say, remember he was blown. Remember last summer he was blown when they. Yep. When um, we uh, brought that. in Leno mm-hmm. and drafted Cosme because he thought he deserved to start. Mm-hmm. And apparently, according to Kime, he he apparently wants to test the market to see if he can find a position or a spot where he can start. So 
I mean, he, he maybe could. There's always a need for tackles in this league. I mean, some teams chart the same bum-ass tackle. Tell me the Bengals wouldn't take Lucas right now over what they had. That shit, they was walking out there. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's Tell me about it. Uh, then the Colts just cut Eric Fisher. Tell me they wouldn't take uh, Lucas sure right did. now. I can see all of them going to Cincinnati. <laughs> Sheriff, too. Shit. Sheriff, you might as well just move his shit down to Ohio right now. Man. It's close to home. It's probably good hunting in northern Kentucky. Mm-hmm. He can hunt all the deer and wild turkeys mm-hmm. he wants. Right and he's going to get the bag. So, and and he's going to play nine play. games. And, and play for people. <laughs> plenty of time to hunt. Right. <laughs> Ain't it crazy that we lost, uh, we're going to lose Sheriff? And Wentz just fills in as the uh, like the uh, the uh, resident team redneck. You know, you know, you will see Carson on like a feature on NBC uh, for at some point in the summer when the news is slow and it's gonna be out there and it's all camouflaged and he's gonna have his uh, <laughs> duck whistle and his rifle and it's like, oh, look at that beauty over there, mate. <laughs> no, it's funny you say that because I checked his IG page. That's literally what's on Wentz's IG page. He got a link to like uh, some outdoor shit. It's like outdoor with Carson or something like that. All right, so let's get to the free agency real quick. And um, I think we all agree that adding playmakers to this offense uh, on both sides of the ball, really, but especially on offense, is uh, of the utmost importance. I wrote down uh, wide receiver, tight end, linebacker, cornerback, safety, and guard as our biggest needs. We won't be able to fill all of them, of course, but uh, there might be a few bargains out there that we might be able to take advantage of. Um, Let's start with wide receiver. And uh, a few people have moved already. We just talked on the Mark Cooper trade. Um, Michael Gallup is going back to Dallas. Uh, I believe that. Chris Godwin got the franchise tag from Tampa. So a couple of the high-end guys are already off the market. So is there any other wide receiver out there right now that you really want? Um, it doesn't matter how expensive they are because, as we've mentioned, the salary cap is a myth. But who would your number one target be to be adding to this offense come next week? Only one other out there. I see getting big money would be Allen Robinson. Um, spending money at the receiver position, obviously, we still got to pay Terry, and we just gave Curtis Samuel a decent amount of change. So – as far as big money be concerned, only one out there I see for that would be Allen Robinson. Other than that, I would anticipate the team attacking that in the draft. Um, I know, Paul, you mentioned too in the, in the chat about Keelan Cole. I mean, he could be an option if you want like a veteran piece. But I'll be honest, the free agent class for wide receivers doesn't really excite me. Um, it's just obviously some vets out there that can probably fill in at, at the four or five spot. But it's nobody really in the upper echelon outside of Allen Robinson I'd want to spend money on. You got to re-sign Cam Sims, man. Put that guy on the fucking football field. Anyways, not really much out there. I think, obviously, Corey, man, A-Rob, that, that's Corey's guy. I don't think that's the route we can go because we, we drafted Diami unless you think Diami's just not ready. Like, that's what decision this decision's going to tell us. So, I yeah. think you just need to play Diami and, and, go, a, and go a different route. I think someone like um, DJ Shark is probably the guy that I would like if, if I was to make a move, go with someone like that. It, that it could be a potential steal in terms of value. But I don't know what the market's going to be like. For him. I, and it's funny you say that, Cliff, because they've been saying the word is Shark, but he's going to get a lot of money on the open market. Um, then I got to pass. 
I mean, I'm a Chark fan too. I, I wouldn't mind Chark, but like you said, it's not this free agent class as far as wide receivers are concerned. It's not really that appealing. And I'm all, I'm with you 1,000 percent on Cam Sims. At what point are they going to just allow this brother to play? When he's on the field, he makes plays. We see it. He just needs the opportunity. I don't know if they don't like this guy or what, but every time Cam Sims has been on the field, he's made plays. So I'm hoping they bring that brother back and get, he gets another opportunity. I would not mind that being the route they go. And if that's your only free agent signing, you draft a player. I'm a draft a wide receiver. I'd be good with that. So. I do have a receiver that I think would be a good fit with Wentz, and that's uh, Valdez Scantling. That's someone who I would. He, he does have his flaws. We know he drops a passer, a passer ten. But that's a guy who I would look at in terms of bringing something dynamic. If because obviously our issue is playmakers. Down the field, I, he doesn't necessarily fit like the full playmaker, you know, role. But just to have another guy to stretch the field, definitely. The Washington fan in me, the, the 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 guy who pines over the wide receiver who's always hurt, uh, sees Will Fuller on his list and is like, "Sal, obviously we're what? not going to sign Will Fuller. Obviously we're not going to sign Fuller. I'm not advocating for that. Honestly, what I would do is." And I know we're not talking about the draft yet, but I would probably go wide receiver in the first round, get somebody uh, who is young, dynamic, and I would go out and get a vet who could be your fourth receiver, challenge Diami, and just create a solid like baseline of talent when he's bound to get hurt. Because there's far too many times over the past couple of years, Terry been down, and then the guy who replaces, or no, Terry, Terry's uh, compliment has been down. And then whoever replaces him is just not a good NFL wide receiver. So, yeah, yep. just yeah. Not so, like a, he's not a roster player. Nope. Right. He just wouldn't be on other people's teams. Right. I'm not saying that Cody Latimer was a guy that we should have been excited about, but he went, he went to jail and then you replaced him with – I don't remember the band's name. <laughs> Right, right. So I think he whipped somebody's ass. He whipped some, he whipped some niggas' ass while they was playing Madden or something like that. Or I'm mistaken that with somebody else. Nah, you mixing stories, dog. Nah, that's okay, the, uh, nah, that, that's you Dunbar. You mixing Dunbar. That was Dunbar, yeah. Dunbar and Baker, or stupid ass. Uh, but I think maybe somebody like if the price is right, somebody like Juju. I'm not saying I'm a big fan of Juju's game, but as a third, fourth receiver, somebody who just who can just be a solid NFL receiver. Possibly somebody I, like I mean, if you're gonna Keelan go that Crow, route, I'd that's a lot of money, man. Bring that's Crowder back money. if you're gonna go that route. I'd rather bring Jamison Crowder back. Shit. I mean, what I would do that, but also Juju just turned 25 somehow. He's been in the league for 18 years, only 25 years old, still a young player. What about Zach Pascal? Hey, that's my oh, man. man. That's my man. Pride what of flowers. Richard Higgins, though. Y'all know I've always liked Richard Higgins. I don't know. I like Richard Higgins, and, but everybody always four. tells us that Richard Higgins is good, but I don't. Why doesn't it happen? <laughs> oh, especially when they played last back year, they had many opportunities. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I always hear, everybody likes Rashad Higgins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he doesn't do anything. I have two more names for you guys. Um, one name I doubt makes it to the market, especially now that Cooper is traded, is Cedric Wilson. And in the instance that we don't bring back DeAndre Carter, what about somebody like? Um, Jakeem Grant. He's always been productive. I think you got to bring DeAndre back and put him back in the role he, we, we had brought him in for. Yeah. 
right? Because I think as the season went on, it became clear he could do some things, but we we were we were just too reliant on him. And one, and let's not forget the Cowboy game when he dropped a pass down the sideline. Like that was six. And he sure so did. Once I saw that, uh, yeah, let's get him back <laughs> in the role that he was in, and we'll go we'll go another round. <laughs> Much love. He to definitely Hunter. dropped that ball. Love you as a return man, but yeah, let's uh, he definitely let's drop that joint. Uh, tight end. Uh, I always forget that Logan Thomas tore his ACL in December, so it's not even a slam dunk we back for training camp. There are a few pieces behind him. John Bates looks promising, but besides him and Ricky Seals-Jones and um, what's my boy's name from Chile? All I remember is the boy from Chile. He, he, was, a, he was such a non-factor this year. Samus I Reyes, Ricky, I just got his name. Samus Reyes. Samus Reyes. Samus Reyes. Okay. You know what your man Ricky Seals? No, nah, I think they like Ricky Seals Jones. I think it's a good chance he could be back. But I do think they'll add another tight end because of Logan Thomas's injury. Because you need somebody who can start out the season if um he starts on PUP list or something like that. You got your you're starting tight end next year is John Bates. It's not even a question for me. You need to be starting. You are a key in the run game, bro. I'm glad you said that. Yep. Like you are starting next year. Period. It seems like the fan base has kind of moved on from Bates. Well, not moved on, but we were ready to find an upgrade already. Like, this brother was a rookie. I thought he stepped in. He played well. I mean. He was solid. Yeah. Like, our tight end one, yeah, he coming off an injury. But we got a solid tight end, too. I know we need a three. Ricky Seals is a free agent, obviously. Um, He's got a future. Yeah. And you could argue who's the best draft pick from last year. He's on the field. Yeah. Yeah. One guy hurt his ankle. We never saw him again. And then Diami, we never saw him because he was always – Getting no separation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> gotta go to. <laughs> gotta hit him back. Yeah, hey, gotta be killing my man, Diami. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, we gotta go to vet route, man. What about Gerald Everett? Yeah. That's a guy. Everett or Blake Jarwin, because that was just let him go. John Bates got to play football next year, man. He's got to be on the field. He needs to work. He needs to work on his feet in the off season. Work on some things. He needs to be our starting tight end next year. I'm convinced I'm of him. I'm with you on that. There are some other names on the list that are a little bit intriguing. Uh, just to name three, um, O.J. Howard, Hayden Hurst, Evan Ingram, all with their own set of issues and problems. But if the price is right and you're looking for somebody who could fill a specific role, those could be guys. Um, but for the most I part, no I'm with you. O.J. Howard was a free agent already. Damn, that yeah. time went by. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, he kind of got buried underneath the Gronk, and then that came he was, he was hurt. He got hurt. Yeah, he was hurt. Also, Evan Ingram is not no fucking tight end. I think that's no. been confirmed. <laughs> well, we should probably bring in one of those old, you know what I'm saying, I catch two-yard touchdown guys like uh, Jesse James or some shit. That's probably the route we end up going. Or bring your man Alley Cox. Back. <laughs> yeah. Shit, what or, about Jared Cook? He's older, but if you're looking yeah, for somebody, he probably, probably want to go somewhere where he can make a run in the playoffs or something. He, oh, he shit, Corey, you and her, we're, we're close. You and her? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, see, let's see what's going on with where, where, where Logan's at. They might wait. They might wait a tight end just to see Just like how we at. found Ricky. Yeah, good point, Cliff. We could always, you can find a tight end. Tight end's always available. There's always one sitting out there. How many times in the past couple of years has Jimmy Graham 
traded teams. Like, I'm not saying I want Jimmy Graham, but I'm saying there's always a Jimmy Graham level player available. Somebody who would just be competent at tight end. Yeah, because he might be ready for the start of the season. Logan. Just got to see it. All right, look, moving to the inside linebacker. This might be our biggest need heading into the offseason. And uh, there's two really big names available. Well, honestly, probably just one. Bobby Wagner is, is the blue chip of this group. Um, but he's not the guy that I have um, targeted. Uh, I think my our number one target on the first day of free agency needs to be, and I might butcher his name, is it Old Yukon from the Falcons? Mm-hmm. He's Forgive a me, I'm butchering his last name, but number 54, he's young, he's a dog, he's and uh, one of the most underrated linebackers in the NFL, only 26 years old. What is this guy's name? I don't know how to pronounce uh, his name on. either, but he is a dog. Foye Olukun? Yes, yeah, last name Olukun. I gotta be honest. Hmm. I get a little worried when I hear about guys. Not to say that I need to know who they are. The fucking Falcons defense. You do stink. Never heard of this guy. So I'm kind of light at linebacker. He only 215, 220. You might have to look him up. What's his, what's, his, what's his play style? Like, what's he? Kind of angry, pretty physical. Um, he had five coverage. picks last year, but most of his picks were off tip balls. But, hey, it pays to be in the right spot at the right time. Not everybody can he do that. He does what our linebackers don't do, Cliff. They attack. He attacks the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he's a great blitzer. Like, I've seen so many clips of him over the past few years just on a stunt or on just a, a edge blitz or something like that, and he just gets there always. And he blows up pass protection as far as running back goes. I forgot who it was. It might have been Mike Davis that I was watching from a preseason practice or something like that, and he just absolutely rolled this man. And you know Mike Davis is sturdy as hell, too. Ran through him like he was nothing. <laughs> But well, just, be prepared. Be prepared for John Bostic to be the starting middle linebacker. So, <laughs> why, would you, why would you put that on me? Why would you put that on us? Tell you to prepare yourself, man. Uh, prepare yourself. Yeah, that could be a I mean, but, position but, where they try to attack it in the draft. If we're being honest, like Paul mentioned earlier about receiver, that could be a situation that yes, we drafted Jamin Davis, but maybe the team realized, okay, we fucked that up. He's out of position. Clint can't play middle linebacker, and there's better options coming out of the draft that are cheaper. And going a veteran route, and we could potentially draft draft one as well. So, uh, maybe I mean somebody like Jalen Brown is only is only like five million dollars a year. If you want to get a veteran linebacker that you know will provide a, a sturdy baseline of play and at least be a competent member in that group, somebody that's better than Bostic. That's the one from Tennessee. Five million dollars right? is a modest investment for somebody like that. Instead of depending on a rookie, Jalen Brown was pretty solid for Tennessee. Okay yeah, he was. That. He was. Man. Uh, Cal Van Noy. I, I worry about him because he's been in one place on two different yep. occasions. But he's another guy that could be a, a guy that you could look at. Jordan Hicks. I, Dante I, Hightower. I do not sign. Hightower is probably the only Belichick player I would ever consider signing. I think they're, I think he just makes all their – I can't think of too many guys who left there who had only played there who were good, like someone who was drafted there, like those types, those guys don't do shit. Didn't Vinoy go to Miami for a year, Paul? So, yep, uh, went right back. Went to Miami for a year with some trash and then went right back and uh, reverted to being all right. So, the only Just player like Patrick that, Chung. Yeah, right, right, in Philly. The only player that I really remember being good outside of New England is, um, 
What's my boy's name? Richard Seymour and Asante. And Tom Brady. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. We're talking about defense. We're talking about defense. God, Relax God. over there. We got to put the capes on. It's all good. Only talking about the defense side of the ball. We're not talking about. Oh. We weren't talking about Tommy. Yeah, defensive. He get Cliff. No yeah, damn. Uh, I was talking about Chandler. Uh, Chandler Jones, by the way. Oh shit! You're right. Yeah, you're right. yeah, yeah. But those are high level. Those are like all pro players. Yeah, he's he's a crazy guys, too. By the way, obviously we don't need an edge rusher, but he's also available. Wait, we don't? Do we? Oh boy, <laughs> I don't know, man. We have to we have to add an edge rusher. Yeah, what's we gotta we gotta do? It's either gotta be free agency to draft. We gotta add one. I'll be honest, I'm not the biggest fan of the Casey Two Hills of the world. I mean, I like James Smith. Although William Bradley King, he he shows yeah, himself like, too. Listen, so, Shaka Tony okay. Forget Shaka. Good point, Paul. Yeah, Shaka too. I think you still got. I think you got to bring in someone that can, like whether it's a late round pick. I think that's probably the route they end up going. Where you go like all of that. Well, some what some of the edge rushers after Chandler Jones that are available. Let's look that up. I wasn't planning on talking about that, but we can always do that. Um, Chandler Jones a Hall of Famer, yeah. Hell yeah, he is. (laughs) What? Chandler Jones is a dog, man. Fuck yeah. He had a hell of a career. Uh, Slim Pickens, man. Mostly older players. Mm-hmm. Uh, JPP, Akeem Hicks. I think he's more of a D-tackle, right? Jerry yeah. Hughes is 34 years old, almost. Clowning. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Hughes still does work out here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't yeah. think those kind of guys would. Yeah, I don't think that. I think that's that seems like you do another uh, William Bradley King type. Yeah. Those guys will look at our roster and say, well, they got sweat and chase, so where the hell am I playing? Where's my playing top coming at? Yeah. There's some lesser guys, but nobody that pops out on the screen where I'm like, oh, I, I got to have you. Uh, maybe a, a one-year deal for Everson Griffin as a third DN. I don't know. No, no. I'd steer uh, clear of that. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? I'm going to go ahead and pass about the last episode, so let me just <laughs> – let me just go ahead. Forget about go that. ahead and Number love for Everson, but I think we should steer clear of that. Yeah. Well, there are guys. There are guys available. Yeah. Um, but let's look at cornerback. And I don't think there's a. I think there's a bigger need for cornerback than some people realize, especially if St. Juice, I don't know, gets another concussion and is never playing again. He's had four in one year, so that's a distinct possibility. Uh, Kendall Fuller, I don't think he has any more guaranteed money left on his deal. Sure doesn't. I nope. wouldn't even be surprised. Be like surprised if he. We're playing his last year here, or if this were he just paid, played it last year, he might be gone at some point before September. I would doubt it. Why, why would they cut him? Me. What would be the reason for cutting him? What would be the reason for cutting him? Um, I don't know. What if they draft Sauce Gardner and they could save some money? I don't know what his contract. But, but, but my thing, my thing with the guarantee money stuff is like that's good for the team. Yeah, they don't need to cut him, especially at that position, though. Yeah, we need <laughs> we need a slot corner for spending a lot of money in corner. So mm-hmm. I know. So we can't just be like, well, we need to, we need to, you, whether it's the first round pick. So if you go Gardner, obviously that does mean Fuller's probably is going to be gone at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but we're spending a lot of money a quarter. Yeah. We're spending a like, compared to the league, we yeah. we're spending a lot of money at that position, man. I mean, y'all know I've been harping on it. I just, I definitely feel like we need to do an upgrade. Like you just said, Claire, it's, it's a chance that Fuller is gone after this year. So I wouldn't be surprised if going into the draft, they actually, took a hard look at the gardeners or the Stingleys of the world. Um, 
I don't know what they're gonna do with Danny Johnson. I thought Danny Johnson came on and played well in the slot. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Obviously, maybe you could get an upgrade, but I thought Danny played well. And I, think, I don't think he's yeah. gonna be out here commanding a lot of money. So I think the slot is where the 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 move needs to be made, but it's not. It's just the draft is weird for us because Gardner might be gone. There's a good chance Gardner's gone. Mm-hmm. Stingley might be there. Gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> so then what do you do? Yeah. Well, if we're only looking at slot corners, there's only a few that really stick out from the list. Um, Chris Harris, he's long in the tooth, but probably is the best slot corner on the list right now. Bryce Callahan's also available. Jason Barrett. Um, those are really the only top slot corners I'm seeing. Desmond King, if you would wanted to give him a chance. Somebody like Casey Hayward. These are all, in my opinion, not great options. Um, as far as outside cornerbacks go, if you want to swing big, Stefan Gilmore's out there. Nobody want Fabian Moreau? Who? <laughs> I have no idea who you're talking about. Fabian Moreau. <laughs> nah, no, sir. I'm, I think I think I'll pass. I think it's a hard pass. Uh, <laughs> what about somebody like J.C. Jackson? Why you do Fabian like that? Man? Oh, did him dirty, dog. <laughs> no, we can't he afford like no JC. Nobody dirty it. We can't afford Jason Jackson. Yeah, JC about to get the bag. Bag. Like twenty six years old, and that's another one where it's like, is this ballot checker? Is this you? We gonna see. But I'm a little uneasy. What what pick was he? What round was he in the draft? JC Jackson was. A undrafted. Damn, wow, man, he's like that. Undrafted. I ain't know JC was undrafted. He tough, man. JC tough. No, 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 he no, uh, everybody won, but so. that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Is it him? Yeah. Or is it Balancheck? Who was the one that went to Tennessee? The cornerback, Malcolm Butler, who didn't yeah. play as well when he left New England. That was nice cooked out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. Started at Florida. Cliff, what's up with yeah, your Gators, yeah. man? All you niggas give me a Gator, life? Cliff? What you mean? Former. Former. He's there for a year. What you mean? <laughs> that nigga's wilding on that joint. Listen, it's the SEC. <laughs> Do you want to win games or no? <laughs> like, that's how they look at it. I'm going to tell you how they look at it. You want to win football games? Right. We, we never hear about the Bama. The we never hear about the Bama players. You mean to you mean to tell me that their their players don't get in trouble? Is that what I'm, I'm supposed to believe? Save and keep all that shit under wraps. I'm supposed to believe their players are never in trouble. So they got the greatest group of 18 to 24 year old young Gators. men. Florida they got Gulls. better men than West Point going there. Is that what I'm supposed to believe? <laughs> <laughs> None of these guys are ever in trouble. All them goons saving guy. <laughs> I'm supposed to believe that. Okay. In fact, the fact that I don't hear a lot tells me a lot's going on. Shit pop it off, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. I think the name that pops out a little bit to me is somebody that might be a good fit is Tavon Young. Just got cut by the Ravens. Uh, he's been pretty good throughout his career, and um, again, if you're looking to just like add to the back end of your roster and Add more like bottom line decent players instead of somebody who's a liability like Torapke. If you ever had to see the field, Tavon Young could be a name. Somebody that's a third cornerback on the outside. 
<laughs> um, you gotta draft the corner, man. Yeah, gotta draft the corner. I don't sauce. know if it's gonna be first round. Oh, that'd be great. I mean, that'd be great. Mm. Telling you, man. I know it's not the biggest need outside corners, but if you could add a playmaker like Sauce, and you know us, we always have injuries on the back end, whether it was Bill Jackson or Fuller, you know, being gimme. But, but here's the deal, though, man. What the fuck, Bill? <laughs> we spent a lot hey, of Bill money. played better down, in, down in, towards the end of the season, though, Cliff. Don't kill him too much. Yeah, but listen, man. We're paying Billy a lot of money. Like we can't be like he played better down the stretch. We're playing you. We're paying you Pro Bowl money, Billy. We also we asked a man play. corner to come and play zone, though. Well, no, no, no. Listen, you signed it, so don't come here. Sign, take the money and say, "Well, I'm not really a zone corner. That's why I'm getting cooked." Cliff, they put twenty five million in front of you. You gonna be like, "Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna sign that shit." And it's okay because you're not a you're not a zone guy. Because they're cooking you out there. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they're not cooking me. Yeah. Cooking you. <laughs> Fucking uh, CD Lamb. They just name them all. Because we like we signed you to be covering guys, man. I don't really give it. I I understand the conversation about coverage is all that I get it. But we're Kendall Fuller's making good money. Bill Jackson's making good money. Yeah, Fuller's another one that needs to step it up, man. Like Fuller had yeah. his ups and downs last year as well. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's what yeah, I'm saying. Like, we, we are spending a lot of money at corner. We're not getting a lot of production at corner. I, I agreed. Which is why I said they could maybe po- possibly cut Fuller before the season, not because they would make the team better, but you can't justify paying that much money at cornerback and getting no production. And then here comes somebody like Charles Gardner or like DJ Stingley. You're like, okay, well, why are you here? The only reason why I think they wouldn't cut him pause because, like you said, with St. Juice, I feel like they're dependent on St. Juice. And if, if you, if for any reason this brother gets another concussion, then you're down another cornerback. And then say yeah. you cut Fuller, there's two cornerbacks. That, you know what I mean? So I think the I reason you'd be in the best interest to do that. I think the reason you don't cut him is because we, it's the continuity part, mm-hmm. right? Because at the beginning of the year, it seemed like a lot of, like, like you mentioned, they did play a little better down the stretch. But we need to keep that same four. Because I think we, we changed a lot back there. I don't want to change a lot again. Yeah. And again, everything improved when we removed Landon's ass from the back four. So, Yeah, you're right about that. Speaking of Landon, um, I'm looking at the safety class right now. And there are a couple um, tantalizing strong safeties that could be available if you choose to add another one to fill that role. I'm sure that Curl will be the day one strong safety moving forward and, and you might want to add a strong safety to back him up or just to be a three safety look safety. Um, somebody like Andre Diggs, I really like. I also really like uh, Jarrell Peppers as a maybe like a box safety, strong safety type of player that you can get for the cheap. Uh, but we also need a free safety too. Bobby McCain's not back. We, we floated the name Tyron Matthew out uh, from time to time. He's lost a step, but he's still one of the best free safeties in the game. Cliff's boy Marcus May is going to be available. Marcus Williams is going to be available. Um, if you want to go even cheaper than that, perhaps somebody like Anthony Harris on a one-year deal. I don't know any of his names. Do anything for you guys? Not really. I'm bringing the game back. Yeah, because those other guys you named, they're going to get the bag, and I don't know if we get a we'll keep it, we'll keep it that type of money and a free safety. Speaking of strong safety, are we giving up? We're not going to give Derek Forrest a chance? 
I think he's got a little physicality to his game, man. And obviously, he, he didn't get much playing time because he was injured last year. So, keep in mind, they uh, did draft another strong safety in Derek Forrest. I mean, are we sure that he didn't get playing time because he was hurt? I remember a few yeah. preseason games last year where he looked like he didn't belong on the football field. Yeah, he's a sixth-round pick, man. I know, I know, but I'm saying like, like. right, but that's what exactly my point. Like, I wouldn't be like, oh, what about Derek Forrest? Let's give him a chance. I'm like, uh, I'm pretty sure they draft him. But we talking about a starting strong safety spot. But he's not. Who's he competing with for starting strong safety? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, you're saying giving him a chance. I'm like, nah, I don't know. I guess I'm not going into this season blind thinking that he's gonna be our second strong safety. He needs I, to be the second strong safety. Yeah, but that's like, what, yo, that's that's how you have to play draft picks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, otherwise, when, but Paul, my thing is otherwise, when is he gonna play? Yeah. Like if, imagine if we, if, we brought if, in somebody like Quandre Diggs. He's gonna get the bag. So who are you playing? Quandre or Curl? Obviously, you could bump Curl around at Buffalo and all that. But I thought moving on from Landon, we trying to give Curl the opportunity to be that strong safety. And then you got your draft pick, Derek Forrest, grooming behind him. Yeah. Done. Right. I hear what you're saying, but. The first point I'm trying to make is, yes, Quandary Diggs is going to get a lot of money, but you're not really spending much safe money at safety right now. The same argument I made for the running back group and keeping McKissick, you're not spending any money at safety right now, especially now that Landon Collins is gone. Yeah, because we're spending money at corner. Well, well, don't make me loop back to my cutting fuller argument again. Like, But Paul, my point is, this is the point of drafting players. So you, you we can... It's not about whether we think the player is good. You scouted the player. Unless he's a complete disaster, he needs to be the backup next year. I thought I saw a little bit of physicality in Forrest's game before he got injured. Right, right. I I hear what you're saying. But, like, let's let's take Downey Brown for uh, a second, right? Third-round pick, didn't play much this year, wasn't really effective outside of a few moments when he did play, right? Now, you can go into the next season with expectation that he can be your third wide receiver. But you have no way of knowing if he'll be – if he'll rise to the occasion. So wouldn't you rather insulate the position with somebody that could compete with him? Wide now, receiver is like, very di- – one, wide receiver is different, right? Wide receiver is different because more of them play, right? This is the second – you know, the whole point of drafting, guys, is that they're going to play, especially the late-round picks. They need to be in a backup role. Yeah, Like you draft them, right, as, as special teams – but we drafted him for special teams and development of strong safety. If it turns out he sucks, then he sucks. But you did draft him. Right. So my thing is, okay, like, he, it, it, it can, after a year, it can't be, well, we can't put him in that spot. So, then, so you're saying you didn't make a good decision with the draft pick? Damn, another Listen, let me run a, a situation by you. Because one of my favorite – prospects in the draft is a guy from Baylor named Jalen Petrie. He's long, he's tall, he's a hard hitter, really fast, really instinctive, and I think he'd be a perfect fit to replace somebody like Landon Collins. Now, let's say they draft him in the second round, and you go to camp, and Derek Forrest has turned the corner, playing amazing. He's clearly ready to step and take a bigger role. You give him that spot. It doesn't make the second round pick a failure, but you have a, a player like Derek Forrest that stepped up. But the point is, you reinforce the position. So if Derek Forrest don't step up, you're not ass out with only one strong safety. Yeah, but the draft is a different conversation. We talking about free. You talking about using that? You you talking about using money on free agent? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like you, I don't want to spend no now, money. Free- it's got to be yeah. Derek Forrest. Yeah, it's the backup. It's Paul. Let's be honest. Like we was talking about earlier about the cap space and all that. I mean, obviously it's a myth, but 
you can only you don't want to put too much money back there at safety or a free safety or strong safety because you got all that money tied up in quarterback. So and you got Sean McCain or whomever yes, free yep, safety. Yep, yep. So I'm with you on the dude from Baylor. If it's the draft that you that we end up going for that, cool. that extra free safety that extra because essentially this is going to be like a strong safety free safety oh. hybrid. That's what I would fill it with there. Yeah. Right. Someone so who can maybe do a little bit of both or have Cam Curl play more of both or whatever. But I do it in the draft. I don't think spending money in free agency there. I don't think we can do that. Okay. I mean, but remember, you are losing not just Apke. I mean, that's not really a big loss to the group in itself, but you might be losing McCain if you can't bring him back. I mean, who knows what's going to happen with DeShays or Every? He might not be back. You might need a couple of safeties to, to step up this year and, and fill roles. Gave up yeah. on your man Jeremy Reeves. I mean, I like Reeves. I've always liked Reeves. That's one backup safety. We know he can. He's interchangeable. Can play free or strong. I mean, you you keep four or five safeties year to year. You know, generally it's never really more than five. So you have Curl, and that's your group. Maybe Reeves. You need two more safeties at the very least. Oh no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I just I I don't think it's the money part. If if there is a solution there that isn't expensive. I'm, I'm with you. Okay. All right. Let's finish up with the uh, guard. I know that's not really on the forefront of people's minds because they assume Trapped that a guard and, and Schweitzer will be. <laughs> <laughs> hey, low key, Gruden is one of the funniest niggas ever been. <laughs> funny funny hilarious, dog. <laughs> 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 hilarious. Oh, shit. You drafted a guard. I, I can't believe this man had that in his back pocket. They asked me, like, you know what? Well, you drafted a guard. Doc's in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, excuse Basically. me, I'm going on the Whitlow's and smoke <laughs> and talk to somebody's daughter. Oh. <laughs> straight up, though. Hey, I know we talk a lot about Shane on this podcast and how we hate when he brings on like Mike Shanahan and like I really oh, no, bring Jay Gruden back, dog. No, he's hilarious. That is must listen. And Jay Gruden was here a while, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. he was here a while. Sure, and Jay Gruden didn't come in here on some like I'm the savior shit. Shanahan sure came here on some I'm gonna fix everything. I'm a genius shit. That John Beck bullshit. I don't want to hear from that guy around here because you you proved yourself to be someone who really thought you could win the battle with Snyder. He mm-hmm. owns the fucking team, man. Yep. Like, get the fuck out of here. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, but, guards. No, Jay's the only person that gets second contract there. Sure was. He was here yep. a while. Mm-hmm. He was here for a lot of yep. shit. They yeah. had all this booming at Jay, one point, though. And Jay was the guy under Bruce. Mm-hmm. Jay has seen some shit. I'd like to hear from Jay. Right. <laughs> Shoot. Hey, Jay, we listen. Came in off the, the yacht, pod, man. We got some questions. Hey, for we you. gonna get Jay on fit the gut. We got the owner Jay. came in off the yacht. <laughs> <laughs> Said we drafting Dwayne Haskins. Oh, <laughs> uh, Kyle Smith was like, "You son of a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> Before he put Snyder in the head, that's crazy. <laughs> All right, guards, guards, guards. Um, really, only two guards that uh, I'm looking at right now. Both of them have a connection to us, uh, an outside connection to us. Andrew Norwell played for Ron Rivera in Carolina, 30 years old. Lakin Tomlinson was drafted by uh, one of the Martys in Detroit. 
And I believe that he also brought him with him to San Francisco when he went there. Uh, was a pro bowler last year. I don't know how much money he's going to demand, but he could be a guy if you want to maybe possibly move on from Schweitzer or you're not sure about Charles or, or maybe even if Flowers isn't back because he refuses a pay cut, he could be a guy you've got inside. Yo, Flowers got to be back. Yeah, we got to bring E. Flowers It's back. not even a conference. We're not even asking <laughs> you to take a pay cut. Man. Charles is a starting guard, period. Why'd you draft him? We, like, we got to trust. You got to trust the people scouting the players. I guess my whole thing with the guard situation, because y'all know I've been pounding the table about adding the guard. I just think we just need another body there, obviously, because we lose the sheriff. So if they, they probably will go into the season with Sadiq as the leading right guard. You know, you got a who can play either guard position or the center position. Keep in mind, your center is coming off a major injury. So we don't know what Rui is going to look like. So you, go, you may need Schweitzer to play both of those roles. So I just think they may potentially either address it late in the draft with an interior lineman or – I'm going to be honest with you, looking at these free agents, it's nothing really appealing. Um, Paul, I know you mentioned Norwell, um, but he may get a little bit of money in free agency because he got a little bit bag last year, I thought. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Roger, Roger Saffold, he's intriguing, but he's also turning 34. But it's not really a lot out there in that position. No, definitely not a lot out there. And like I said, if it weren't for these connections, um, front office, I might not even consider them, but – um, just like the fact that they drafted these players and they probably know them inside and out, uh, they might yeah. be targets, but it, it really just depends on money and, and need. Like you said, if they believe in Charles, then that's probably the optimal choice for us. Uh, even Schweitzer playing on the third year of his deal, like whatever he's making is probably a better option, but it's always on the table. We could always look at Richie Incognito. Uh, that, that's the hardest of hard passes. Hardest <laughs> of hard passes. <laughs> Oh, this motherfucker is rumbling in the locker room with John Allen day one. I guarantee right. it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, say to me, Nick. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap this up. All right, let me ask you guys this. On March 16th at 4 p.m. Eastern, when tampering is over and free agency officially opens, Commander One needs to be in the air headed to whose house? Who should be the number one target? For me, if I had to pick one out of all these free agents, I'd want yeah, your wish one. List. I'd want them to go holler at Bobby Wagner. I kind of compare it to the situation when we brought in London Fletcher. He was a veteran. He was still <laughs> highly skilled, still a great player, still makes all the tackles. And I think Bobby Wagner could come in and fill that leadership role, which we know these young guys on our defense need. Um, and obviously, middle linebacker is a major need, so – if I had to choose one for me, Bobby Wagner. Yeah. That's no-brainer for me. That's exactly the kind of player we need on defense. <clears throat> Especially yeah. from a leader, like a leadership standpoint, stabilizing that position, and he's good. That'd be a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think you said it all right there, Cliff. I think that if you could just kind of galvanize the defense with one player, I think Bobby Wagner is the, the, the one player that could do it. He could bring everything together. He could lead the other linebackers. He could call out calls for the D linemen. Not that they need that, but like if you want somebody to step in and just be the guy in the center of the defense, somebody who's experienced, who's done it for many years, somebody who has a lot of tread still in his tires. I think Bobby Wagner, if you could get him and whatever the cost may be, that would be a big, big, big get for this defense. Instant impact, man. Absolutely. Also, he could help our rookie from last year who clearly has no idea what he's doing on the field yet. So, yeah. 
at that position. Let's see him at the other position. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No like, doubt. I wasn't trying to give, kill him right there too much. I'm going to give Jamin a chance at where at the next position. They're talking about putting him at the will, right? Yep. Let's see him at the will. Yeah, but even somebody like Bobby Wagner is – listen, I, I think that Jamie Davis's best chance at success next year is having a more defined role where they ask him to do less, like less mm-hmm. reads, just go. Somebody like, like Bobby ball, Wagner get on the field, who's a 10-year starter. <laughs> Yeah. can help him do that. Hey, Jamin, you know what you're doing on this play, right? Because you know that Bobby's mm-hmm. going to know. Bobby's going to know mm-hmm. everybody's position. Jamin, go. Jamin, stay. Jamin, do this. It's like you need somebody yeah. on the field who can make those calls. And as much as we clown Bostic on this podcast, or maybe that's just me. <laughs> sure is. Lo- sure losing, is. Bostic last year, <laughs> losing Bostic last year was probably a major detriment to Jamin Davis's development. Sure you have a guy on the field mm-hmm. just directing you. Be like, hey, young yep. buck, I need you to do this on this play. Yep. Don't yep. think. Just go. Yep, straight up. They asked right. a lot of Jamin last season. <clears throat> they did. They did. They did. But Clint, would you compare it to one time? Not to hold Dragon on too much, but remember you said, um, "What's the boy from Tampa Bay?" Devin White. Yeah. Is that Devin White, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they don't ask Devin to do too much. Levante's really the one out there calling all the plays and line everybody up. They say Devin, see the ball, go get the ball. So yeah. As yes, yes, I, but uh, but Devin White role. also is objectively a fucking monster. So oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, doubt, yeah. no doubt, no Devin doubt. Devin White no is, doubt. I mean, he was a top five pick. Yeah, I ain't trying to take nothing away from him. So I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I just think they got a, they got to let Jamin be an athlete. Just fly around, man. Let him be an athlete, man. 